and welcome to Green Pass Gaming's Coffee Morning Podcast with me, your host Flap, and as you can see, we've got Scott SX2 along with us for the ride. Just us two this morning, one half of the GPG crew. Good morning, Scott. How the devil are you, my friend? Oh, you're on mute. I can't hear you. <laughs> Hold on. Is that better? Hold That's on. Technical issues start off. I fix it. Apologies. <laughs> I was typing in chat and I muted the mic to stop any background noise. But um, yeah, um, doing well, mate. Thank you very much. Looking forward to the show this morning. So, yeah, exactly. Sunday, We've got th- so three topics I've to got get my, through. I've got my copper. Oh, nice. I hope yeah, me got too. A, hope you've yeah. got a coffee. So we're leaving very up to nice. the coffee morning, nice, mate. So. Yeah. So it's a nice sunny yeah, day. Yeah, looking Nice sunny day in the UK. It's 10 a.m. in the morning, so good morning if you're tuning in live, uh, and perhaps good morning, good afternoon, or good evening if you're watching after the event. Yeah, got a good show lined up for today. We did um, we did, did our show Thursday. Unfortunately, YouTube screwed things up a little bit. They marked a lot of content creators' videos as private for no particular reason, which kind of damaged our numbers slightly, which was mostly frustrating. So we're back today. We're, we're here with a show. If you haven't checked out Thursday's show, definitely check that. It's got Pong Soul on there. We've covered yeah. some really good topics and some really sort of detailed and in-depth questions, I think, came out of that one as well. So um, go and check that out if you haven't already. You've yeah, got three topics for today, probably about an hour show. Um, and the first topic uh, of today is uh, will EA be acquired? It looks like they're looking to be acquired or, or at least want to merge with someone. Um in this ever-changing world that we live in with regards to game studios and publishing. So uh, we'll be delving into that one. Uh, Xbox is doing very well in Japan uh, for the first time since 2014, I believe it is. Xbox outsold the PS5 in Japan or outsold PlayStation in Japan. Uh, and topic three, um, Sony's Call of Duty marketing rights seems to be a big question mark around that. And we'll, we'll be delving into that. But before we do, chat, anyone listening, thank you for being here, pinging questions. If there's anything you want to ask us, just let us know, get involved. But uh, Scott, if you're okay, mate, we'll get straight on with topic one. Um, yeah. Right. EA to be acquired or, or they want to merge. Um, they, they, they recently pursued a merger, apparently, with um, NBC Universal. Uh, but also held potential acquisition talks with uh, Disney, Apple, Amazon, and a few other companies, apparently. And it doesn't yeah. look like that's come to anything yet. But this is according to a new report by Puck. Um, but uh, while, there, while there isn't a deal currently in the works, apparently it sounds like they're not going to give up anytime soon. And they're, and they're still looking to be either acquired or, or, or merged with someone. So, yeah, was this a bit of a surprise, Scott? Because you actually posted this topic in our Discord ch- uh, channel, I believe. Uh, and shameless plug, uh, link in the description below to our Discord channel. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, I think it was a little bit of a surprise because I kind of had ears maybe one of those publishers that would maybe look to acquire smaller studios themselves. Obviously, they only purchased Codemasters um, last year, wow. I, believe, I believe it was. Yeah, um, apparently they spent so five billion sure. acquiring people over the last twelve months. Apparently, so they've grown exponentially in the last twelve yeah. months. Yeah, um, but at the same time, you know, we've obviously got um, companies like Bungie, Activision Blizzard being acquired, um, Ubisoft seemingly putting themselves up for sale. Um, you've got Embracer buying up everything and every and anything. Um, so maybe from that perspective, it doesn't come as that much of a surprise, really. It just looks like there's, there is a, a significant amount of consolidation in the industry at the moment. Um, and EA are maybe looking at 
particularly the Activision Blizzard deal with Microsoft and thinking, hey, we want to, we want to, we want some of that money <laughs> because yeah. these are a huge sums of money that are likely to to be involved here. Um, and it just seems the timing is right for a lot of these companies. If you're looking to um, be acquired or acquire, um, then it seems to be right now is 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 the time for it. So, um, yeah, I guess both surprised and not really surprised when you actually think about it. I think. I think from an acquisitions point of view, I think it would make <clears throat> it would seem to make kind of more sense to be acquired than to merge with someone. I think, um, and I guess obviously you know there's lots of question marks about well who would who could acquire them, uh, and there's there's some obvious answers and probably some slightly less obvious answers. Um, I think we've tackled this before, haven't we? That we're not convinced someone like Xbox would actually want to approach this whilst the Activision Blizzard deal. Is still going through, I guess. Um, yeah. Only because they wouldn't want to jeopardise that deal. And I, I remember, we, you know, we spoke to Luke Steele quite a long while ago now about monopolies and stuff. Uh, I think this was I can't was this around Activision Blizzard? I think it was around that sort of monopoly side of things. Um, and he said, you know, he doesn't think that you know the market is in that place where the monopolies would get involved. But actually, if you know, if Xbox were to start acquiring some of our EA as well. Perhaps, perhaps that is a question that would need to be answered on some level. Sony have obviously got their yeah. Bungie deal going through, like you say. Embracer have just recently made a purchase. Um, yeah, it's it's a very volatile time at the moment. It is, but I think also think the uh, the parties they seemingly courted for this merger slash acquisition. Um, I think are deliberate. First of all, these are just gigantic corporations that could afford it. Um, I think when when the news broke, I had a look, and I think the market cap on EA at the time was about thirty five billion dollars. Um, so you could probably imagine the type of um, money involved in any sort of acquisition to measure a company of that size, and that really limits uh, the number of companies that could do it. And as you say, Microsoft are probably a little tied up, um, even if they were interested. And I think we'll probably go into, you know, would they, or will they, won't they, or, or, or would they be interested uh, if, if they could? Um, I'm sure we'll get into that, but. Obviously, Microsoft are a little tied up with one other acquisition, which is obviously gigantic. And that probably puts them in a position where even if they were interested, they can't. Um, and if they, I imagine, and I'm basing this purely on nothing but my own gut feeling, is if the Activision Blizzard deal does go through and then they try to acquire a company the size of a year, I genuinely think that is the time when maybe they would have um, issues actually getting those things approved by um uh, the uh, what the company's called in the states again. Apologies, the um, is it the FDA? Well, no, got, uh, 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 we need yeah, to look for that. I mean, there's there's plenty yeah. of people, and to be honest, it's it's the European market. FTC, the FTC, FTC, sorry, but um, yeah, it's or the also, Department of Justice. So it's also EU as well. You remember the monopolies and things. Yeah, um, uh, absolutely. So. Yeah, I guess so. Again, that kind of limits who it is because I imagine PlayStation might have a similar issue. And uh, there's maybe, and I don't know this for certain, but maybe a year would probably be out of Sony's price range. Just speculating. Well, that, um, that's a good point because that brings me on to the question: How much do you think they could go for? And this is one for chat. If if um, if EA were to be acquired, how much do you think they'd be sold for? What do you reckon, Scott? Um, How much well, would you buy them for? <laughs> <laughs> Not an awful lot, to be perfectly honest. I don't, I don't get an awful lot from here these days. Um, but like I say, market cap thirty-five billion. Is it fifty billion? Is what it's, what it'll take to to get you that through? Obviously, 50. there'll probably have to be a healthy premium on it. Um, 
yeah, I mean, when you look at these acquisitions go through, there tends to be a significant premium on the share price based on market cap. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe 50, 55 billion, something like that, which is just an absolutely astronomical uh, amount of money to, to even to even consider. And while I'm so sure, uh, while I'm sure, sorry, Sony could raise those funds if they wanted, uh, I imagine similar to the take two acquisition of Zynga, there would probably have to be some external funding. Uh, mm-hmm. to actually do that i'm not too sure if they've got just 50 billion sat in the bank yeah. obviously there are very very few companies that do microsoft are one of them but like i say um i think they would struggle to get through if the activision blizzard deal is is acquired um and yeah stubbs um just mentions there the the, the eu commission is obviously a little bit harder on these companies than than the likes of the ftc and the doj um so but it really just limits who could potentially be interested and you know we've had amazon apple um uh was google mentioned or was it amazon apple uh, disney and uh, nbc and nbc universal yeah apple disney yeah. amazon yeah uh, and it says others as well so we don't really know yeah. who, who else but yeah. well i imagine they're kind of caught themselves to to the highest bidder aren't they they're, mm. they're probably welcoming interest from 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 all companies and i'm sure if a year out there sort of touting themselves like that i'm sure they're at least taking a look uh, I think it would probably be a little silly if they didn't at least take a look and consider it. But I imagine they probably look at that sort of thing and say, nah, not not for us. Or it's likely to cause us headaches. Um, and like I say, we'll probably get into it. But then it's a case of, right, what do Microsoft and Xbox get out of that acquisition if they were to do it? So, Well, let's do that now. Let's do that now. Uh, and there is another question I want to come back to, actually. But um, do you think EA are quite the hot proposition they once were? Um, you know, I know we can talk about the sort of the, the golden years of EA or whatever, um, but you know they're, they're losing their Star Wars license uh, as of next year. Uh, they believe it or not, they're losing their FIFA license um, as of next year as well. Um, we know what happened with Battlefield 2042. Background: um, are, yep. yeah, are they as hot a proposition as, as they once were? Do you think? Uh, well, you, you're right. You, you obviously list some examples there. We obviously don't know what a FIFA without the FIFA license performs like. Um, I think there's going to be one more FIFA this year with the license and then it's next year it loses it. Um, the interesting thing is there is between now and then, does another company uh, um, get that FIFA license and release a, um, well, uh, you know, a game to compete with it? Pro Evo would Pro Evo want something like that? Konami. Uh, I don't think uh, <laughs> I don't think Konami would, would be interested. But maybe uh, you know another company comes in mm. like a Take Two or who obviously are invested in, in sports games. Maybe they yeah, come along. Yeah. Um, FIFA will probably still have issues getting a billion dollars for uh, for the rights. Like uh, apparently they wanted for EA, I imagine. Um, but if another competitor comes along with the FIFA name, how does that impact? those sales you know you know somebody goes to the store they say fifa they see ea sports fc uh, are a lot of people just gonna pick up the one with the the name that they've known for 20 30 years now fifa is synonymous with ea isn't it for that title so like you say if someone walks into a game shop and says i want fifa it's it's yeah it's an odd one isn't it 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 must have some sort of impact yeah, I, I, you would you would think so but i like to say i think it depends entirely on whether there's somebody else that comes in uh, the market with the FIFA game. Someone might not. It might just be EA Sports FC and eFootball and that's it. And then I guess at that point, it's maybe a little bit 
Um, more obvious because you've got the EA Sports mm. logo or branding on there. That's maybe a little bit more more familiar. But if somebody else does come in and sneak in there with the with the FIFA title, then that does make it a l- little bit interesting. You mentioned Battlefield. What a mess that is. Um, uh. Probably the worst critically received Battlefield ever. Um, Did it's you know um, that's absolutely the, bombed. EA. Um, where was it they put there? They left it actually a list of, of their active games in a financial briefing for Q4 of the fiscal year 2022. They actually replaced it with Battlefield 5, so they didn't actually list it in their little presentation of active games, which is that's uh, rough. That's that, quite that, a big deal, is isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and massive disappointment because Battlefield's one of my favorite sort of franchises uh, as, as well. Um, I've played an, a tremendous amount of Battlefield 3, 4, um, originally um, 1, and, um, you know, previous titles as well. So, yeah, Rip Snort was right. Yeah, they yeah. murdered our boy. Uh, yeah. they, they absolutely did. So you've got DICE that's coming off one of their worst critically received games ever. Um, you've got, um, well, obviously they acquired Codemasters, um, they've, uh, I believe they've merged um, Criterion Games with another studio to work on Need for Speed. Okay. Um, Bioware, coming off the back of pretty much two flops back to back. They've obviously got um, a couple of games uh, in Dragon Age Dragon and Age, yeah. uh, Mass Effect uh, in, in production at the moment. But um, what are those games going to look like? The last Mass Effect, unfortunately, excluding the Legendary Edition, wasn't really up to much in a um, obviously they had Anthem as well so um, that's a studio certainly on the decline or who really needs to prove themselves with their with their next title um, and then that kind of gets into the topic of right would Xbox even be interested in the first place they don't need a racing game or racing studios no. um, they don't need shooters especially if they've got Call of Duty you know I prefer Battlefield to Call of Duty but there's no arguing that Call of Duty is the bigger of the two franchises regardless of you know the most recent titles um the, the the i guess the the golden the jewel in the crown of ea is respawn um yes. and mm-hmm. i still think respawn is up there with insomniac as one of the biggest deals or best deals that a company has, has done i think it was only a couple of hundred million which obviously is a significant amount of money mm-hmm. but i think in the grand scheme of things will prove to be an absolute bargain for them um but again what are respawn known for first person shooters and the, yeah. the, the Star Wars games. So the first person shooters Microsoft, have, they've got, like <laughs> especially when, when Activision Blizzard comes uh, uh, comes on board. Uh, and obviously the Star Wars games are, are, are great. I really, really enjoyed uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I'm looking forward to the second one. Um, but then you've got a licensing issue uh, with Disney for, for Star Wars, as you mentioned. So yeah, it's 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 interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see how, how that one goes. Do you think they came to the party a little bit too late? You know, all of these deals were happened, have happened. You know, Activision, Bungie. You know, ev- everyone's got their teeth into some deals at the moment, and all of a sudden, EA have, have turned up an hour late at the party, uh, and everyone's <laughs> busy with someone else. <laughs> yeah, everyone's already pissed. Yeah, exactly. They're, yeah. they're just they're just <laughs> turned up. Um, maybe, but I guess it depends on what what's triggered it. Was it the actual announcement of the Activision Blizzard deal that maybe made them think? Is it just? something that's naturally occurred irrespective of that and it's just a coincidence it's it's happened afterwards mm. um i guess it'll we'll we'll never know um but i don't think it changes much because i think even if EA were doing this earlier in the um let's say before all these acquisitions started or the big acquisitions started do you think sony or xbox would have been interested then <laughs> yeah good question hmm 
and I would probably argue not. Yeah, I and therefore not. the the, Just about. the mm. companies that they'd be speaking to are probably the same now as they would have been two, three years ago when um when when all these things started started off. So it probably doesn't change an awful, awful lot for them. Um, and like I say, I think it's telling as to the companies which have been named uh, that they've allegedly had these discussions with. It's interesting that they've put you know they've put and other companies, but not actually disclosed who they are. Um, I'm guessing, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, there was lots of talk around, oh, you know, should should Xbox buy Ubisoft and things like that? And actually, no. No is the answer to that one. I think, obviously, Activision makes much more sense than them buying an EA or, or an Ubisoft, um, particularly financially. Um, we've got a few uh, comments in the chat, Scott. Should we just have a quick run through? What have we yeah, done? of course. So we have uh, one from um, Pyro here. So welcome to the chat, Pyro. Great, great to see you here, mate. Um, he, he says, I hate to think how bad a Tencent-owned EA could be for mobile games like microtransactions, which, <laughs> yeah, you you combine EA's uh, history with MTX along with Tencent's mobile strategy, and maybe you've got a recipe for uh, uh, for disaster there. Or from a financial perspective, maybe a recipe for an absolute shit ton of money. Yeah, um, <laughs> Pyro says he bids $12. Twelve dollars <laughs> Twelve dollars for EA. Um, well, I'll, I'll so, stretch yeah, to thirteen. That's one on the, yeah, um, and, and Ripsaw did ask, "Do we know how much they're worth?" And as I said, Ripsaw, last time I looked, I think they were thirty-five billion dollars market cap. Um, so make of that <laughs> what what you will in terms of how much that that would actually that would actually cost them. Um, Stubbs uh, Gaming says EA are making uh, money. Sorry, EA are money making standpoint. Uh, they make billions from FIFA. Uh, there won't be any difference they would spend in brand awareness. Uh, it, it, the change won't, won't impact that much. I think Which it I think will. Is, is, I, is fair. No, I know, I don't know. I think it will. But, I think the whole you know lack of FIFA thing, one of the things Pro Evo was um, always sort of slated for was sort of, I can't remember what they called it now, some of, some of the team names that they yeah. had, like London so, FC so instead of Arsenal and stuff. That's a really important thing, Flap, just to make it clear. They've lost the FIFA branding from the title, but they keep all of the licensing in terms of team names, right. player names, because they're different licenses that they have. Oh, okay. I think I didn't one of them's like, I think one's like FIPOL or FIFPOL or something like that, which is like the players. Right. So the, the FIFA branding was purely for FIFA in mm-hmm. the name of the game, as I understand it. So Esports FC will still have all the team names. They will still have right. all the player That's names, good. image rights, okay. and things like that, I yeah, believe. Yeah. So like, it's purely just on the brand of the name. Like I said, I think Stubbs is probably right, but I think it does depend on whether another FIFA game comes on the market from another company. If it does, then they might have an issue. If it doesn't, well, then people are probably still going to recognize EA as a brand over... over um, Konami these days. I, but, but I, imagine, I say, but imagine, so. imagine that game actually getting the FIFA license to be able to use it in their in their title, but not actually get the license for all of the players, the stadiums, and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> that would um, be very I, odd, I, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know whether there would be any. I don't know whether there would be issues with another company getting the FIFA branding and then also licensing the player names mm. and likeness and things like that. But what you're talking about there, Flab, is an absolute shit ton of money. That is uh, Konami going to be interested in in paying that, considering the route they've gone down with the eFootball and the free to play model, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, or is yeah. it going to be like a, a, a another sort of um, late comment of the party, like say like Take Two and another 
uh, obviously company that that's interested in, in in sports games maybe they they jump into it but again that's a significant amount of money so i think if fifa want to do that they're probably going to have to lower the price firstly and i think what that means is we're unlikely to have a fifa game on the market by the time EA Sports FC comes out, and therefore EA are probably not going to have too many issues. Uh, that, that's how I would envisage it going, but, but we'll obviously have to wait Have to wait and see. Okay, Doke, where do we get with the chat? Um, so we have got, we've got one from Ripsonaut that I mentioned earlier that, yeah, they, they murdered my board Battlefield, absolutely. As I tweeted this just a couple of weeks ago that I said that's probably my biggest disappointment in gaming history ever. I genuinely kind of think of a game that's disappointed me more than Battlefield 2042. Wow. Um, that's saying um, something. Because I was so unbelievably excited for it. And then, yeah, what what came out? That's, that's in a world where Cyberpunk exists as well. Wow. Oh, and way beyond <laughs> Cyberpunk Battlefield 2042 for, for me. Absolutely. Um, and then another uh, comment here from Stubbs. says, I think they're just firing shots in the air and see who, who's interested. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they could be. I imagine if they're looking to be acquired or merge, they'll be standing out as many companies... I guess, unfortunately, from their perspective, that this is a limited pool of companies who can afford such a deal, but they'll be standing out pretty much all of them to see who's interested. And obviously, if multiple people are interested, who's going to pay the most? Yeah, okay. no, absolutely. Well, we're going to round the topic up then. Thank you very much, Scott. Uh, and thank you very much, chat, for that. Yeah, it's an interesting one. There's many facets to the EA one. Like I say, you know, they're not perhaps quite the studio they once were. They are starting to lose a few licensing deals. Like you say, perhaps it's no big deal. I'm sure they'll bounce back. That's not going to be the end yeah. of EA, let's face it. But uh, like you say, I, I kind of feel they might have joined the party a little bit late on this one and everyone's busy with someone else at this moment in time. So like you say, that does yeah. perhaps leave the door open for the, for the likes of Disney, Amazon and Apple potentially, even though that doesn't look like they, they, they were that interested in taking a bite. But um, perhaps the price was wrong. Yeah. Perhaps if they can readjust, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Well, we'll move on to topic two. So thank you very much. Like I say, thank you, chat. Um, and topic two, um, Xbox doing well in Japan for once. Well, since 2014. <laughs> um, this week's been reported that the Xbox, um, or more specifically the Series S, uh, has outsold the PlayStation 5 um, in Japan for, I think it was uh, towards the tail, I think it was 9th to the 19th of May, something like that, some, some reporting period. Um, Series yeah. S sold uh, six thousand two hundred ten. PS five both both units combined disc non disc two thousand nine hundred sixty three. Um, <clears throat> and, and Xbox have already surpassed in Japan uh, their total sales uh, than than they did for the entire Xbox One generation, which in itself is quite a, an amazing feat. I think. Um, oh, I, I, maybe on that point, maybe not. Just well, because of how badly the Xbox One sold, I don't yeah. think that's much much of an achievement. But, I mean, the Xbox to, to One honest. still sold fairly well in certain territories and markets and stuff. Obviously, UK and America being a couple of those, not so much in Europe. Yes. So it did kind of still sell, but I think it was a real litmus test in Japan, just how bad it was, wasn't it, with how badly they actually did in Japan. Um, it was yeah. a real magnifying glass on the problem. Um, and Absolutely. I think we have to say that, you know, the fact that, Series S outsold PlayStation 5 is likely to be down to um, stock shortages for PlayStation. So it's not necessarily an even playing field. So we'll have to de disclose that. And also, um, PlayStation 5's lifetime sales in Japan are around 1.5, uh, 1.6 million, which um, outstrips sales of Xbox in Japan by quite a long way, to be honest. Um, yeah. But it's still an interesting sort of little quirk, really. Um, and I think it also highlights the, the the actual console that's selling really well is the Series S. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, it, that's quite an interesting aspect to it, Scott. I mean, how vital is the Series S to the Xbox plans? And not just in Japan, but globally. But it does seem to be like... Uh, Japan is the sort of uh, the, the the hot spot for to, for kind of seeing these issues up close and and how well things do or don't do. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's obviously proven to be the right move for Xbox. I think is is fair to say at this point. We're now what eighteen months into to the generation. And I think uh, it's obvious that it was a smart play hmm. by Microsoft to to go with uh, the two tiered approach. I guess the issue of whether it's holding back next gen is, is an entirely different conversation so we'll leave that to one side for the purpose of this conversation but i think purely from a business perspective it's worked out well um whether they planned it or knew it or not i think it certainly helped with production in this world where chips um are difficult to to get a hold of and i think that's one of the contributing factors here is it's easier to produce series s consoles mm-hmm. than it is uh, x consoles or ps5 consoles obviously um and therefore that's allowing them to get stock on shelves um, whether that be in japan uh, or other markets and, and i've got one sitting right next to me here and it's a bloody great little device uh, i absolutely love it um and uh, yeah I, I just think it's it's proved to be to be a smart move especially in territories where um they're maybe not as big because it gives people uh, a lower barrier of entry into the xbox ecosystem especially when you combine it with game pass um not only that i think it's also a good complementary system to customers who own other consoles so if you've got a PS5 or a Switch and you're just interested in Xbox or Game Pass, you can get a much cheaper, um, a much lower barrier to entry console into the Xbox ecosystem, which I think is going to entice a lot of people um, to have multiple consoles this generation or multiple consoles from from different manufacturers. Um, and the the sales stuff, it's it's a little bit of fun. Uh, it, it was it was just nice to see that to see that too, because as you say, flap, it's obviously down to um, stock issues. I don't think anyone's going going to argue that. I think the PS5 so like two and a half k in terms of uh, of units and the series s was like 6k by by itself um still dwarfed by the nintendo switch which was um much more than than both of them combined uh but it was just it was just a little little bit of fun just to say that because i think if if you asked anybody and you said will the xbox outsell the playstation in japan at any point in this generation you're going to say no, aren't you? No one's going, no one's going to say, oh yeah, it will, it will for what reason. And, and the, the chip shortage has just kind of thrown a little bit of a curveball in, in, into that equation. Um, yeah. And it's, it's just, it's just a little bit of fun, but it, it does show that Microsoft is making improvements in Japan. When they've already uh, outsold the Xbox one generation. They're still a little bit uh, away behind the 360, I believe at the moment, um, but they're certainly making strides. Um, and I think the series X is a massive, contribute to that especially if you look at the overall sales of the x and s in japan it certainly shows that the yes has proven to be the more popular of the two in that particular market yeah it's, it's impressive isn't it because obviously they have a much higher yield on the silicon and the chips that are coming out there and like you say you know that's probably more by accident than design i guess because i think obviously in, during the um inception of the series s that the chip shortages hadn't really even begun at that point so like i say it's probably more by accident than by design but what a fantastic uh, move that was to to do that there, there's a comment here from thegamer.com and and perhaps you've you may have answered it i, I was going to kind of contradict this but perhaps you may have answered that thegamer.com um, the xbox series x's paltry sales indicate that japan much prefers the smaller xbox series s perhaps due to a lack of 4K TVs in Japan or because Japanese customers prefer its compact and cute design. 
I was thinking, yeah, that kind of makes sense. And then you think, well, hang on a minute, the, the, the size of the PS5 is gargantuan compared to the Series S, but perhaps <laughs> it's not really about that. Perhaps it's that it's more to do with their console preference, and their console preference is may likely be PlayStation. So they will they will suck up the the, the you know the size of the huge PlayStation. But like you say, actually, as yeah. a second console, they don't want another one that's you know the X Series X that's huge. They yeah. they will go for the smaller one. And again, yeah. you know, this is more, I don't know if that was by design or accident, perhaps by Xbox, probably a little bit more by design. It, it, I mean, I think we said early on that the Series S always felt like it was uh, an entry point for um, non-Xbox gamers to get into the Xbox yeah. ecosystem. Uh, and like I say, you know, what better place to demonstrate that than an entire market like Japan? And, and like you say, you know, I know that the sales... Of PS5s are down, prob- probably due to the the chip shortages. Fair enough, but it does also go to demonstrate that Microsoft's original plan is a good one and that it's working. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, I'm obviously not too familiar with um, with you know the uptake on certain technology in Japan, like 4K TVs. If if that yeah. happens. Uh, to be true, that 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 is an interesting proposition. Um, obviously, on the PlayStation side, you don't have a choice between a smaller and a bigger console. So if you want a PlayStation, which I imagine a lot of uh, Japanese co- consumers do, because you know it's a it's a Japanese brand, it has a lot of Japanese games, um, then you don't have a choice. You've got to buy the big mm. beefy. Um, console that they, that they've got um, but on, on the flip side I know we're talking specifically about Xbox and PlayStation here flat the switch has just been an absolute monumental success in Japan it's outrageous how big that's been can and I just what, mention what's that just, for, for the same time period that, that, that these sales numbers were um, discussed the top 10 all 10 uh, best-selling games software were all Nintendo every single one yeah. of the top 10 it's <laughs> It's obviously portable and mobile gaming and portable gaming is obviously huge in that part of the world. I think there was actually a comment from, I believe it was Stubbs. Um, yes, Stubbs Gamers is the smartest player in Japan is uh, mobile and tablet. Um, and yeah, I, I guess that's obviously one of the reasons why Microsoft is pushing um, game streaming because there are markets that prefer mobile um, and Game streaming is is a way to to actually penetrate those markets without necessarily having to sell consoles. Um, if they get Game Pass subscriptions in those markets for mobile devices, um, they'd happily take that over console sales. I'm sure. Obviously, they would like both, but the Game Pass subscription uh, side of things is is probably more important to them in 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 those particular markets. But yeah, the Switch is just outselling. Uh, even the PlayStation 5 by an absolute huge margin. Um, and again, that's got size and portability on it. Um, and PlayStation is, uh, I think from, uh, I guess, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but they're increasingly becoming less reliant on that market and becoming more reliant on the Western market compared to the Japanese market because of that shift towards mobile and portable gaming. Um so they're still going to do well because of the games that they have on their console, but it seems that it's just a market that's dominated by mobile and Nintendo at this point. And even though PlayStation are doing better than Xbox, they're still way, way off Nintendo at this point in, mm. in that market. Funny you should say that. I, I saw a few of those sort of comments pop up as well uh, as a criticism, really, of Sony saying, well, actually, you know, they're, they're, 
they're actually concentrating a lot more on, on Western markets. Are they starting to lose touch with their with their sort of home base as it were in Japan? So it's an interesting topic. How much um how much of a factor, and you did kind of touch on this, how much of a factor in Japan do you think is Game Pass? Um, is that having some influence on some some of the decisions that are being made uh, to to purchase you know an Xbox console this time around? I honestly don't think so at this point, okay. Flap. Um, main reason because there's not an awful lot of content catered towards that particular market on there. Um, they obviously did have that deal that brought the likes of Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy on there. They had Scarlet Nexus, um, which is a, a game for yeah. that market. Yeah, they've got Yakuza. The only thing with those games are they're synonymous with other brands they came to the they came to the uh the service late mm-hmm. so it's not like they launched in that particular service yeah, um and they're still having a content issue in japan in terms of getting um, final fantasy 16 is a perfect example final fantasy 7 remake these are games that, that are catered towards those markets in a lot of cases um how many times have we spoke about persona flap is persona going to come to to yeah. xbox and, and that is still a question mark that's hanging in the air still is yeah. Speak, yeah um uh, it was a big deal when Dragon Quest came over. It was a big deal way back when when Final Fantasy came on came on the Xbox. But they still got a content issue for for that market. So I suspect that Game Pass. It, I guess it, it. I won't say it's not having an impact because I imagine it, it, it is because there will be consumers in that market that don't necessarily just want Japanese games because if they did, yeah. they would yeah. probably be buying other consoles. Yeah, exactly. uh, maybe those who are interested in other titles would pick no Game Pass. But I think if they really wanted to make a bit of a splash, they need to get exclusive content from Japanese creators. Um, the reason the 360 um, was... I, I use successful in the context of the Xbox brand, not in context of the other brands. But the reason the 360 was successful is because they had exclusive content from Japanese developers. Obviously, the big two that you'll always hear talked about are Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey. Um, both very, very good JRPGs. I really, really enjoy both of them. Um, and they were exclusive. Um, and that would have helped massively and they haven't got that they didn't have that last generation and they don't have this uh don't have that this generation just just yet either so um they really need to focus on getting more japanese developers um releasing their games on xbox not necessarily exclusively because the problem is these developers are skipping the xbox in some cases now again fan fantasy 16 and 7 remake being two very high profile examples but just getting them on that console and then if they can start trying to get some exclusive content that they can put in game pass that would allow them to really push that service do you think um you know do you think with the with the upcoming um game showcase there there should be uh, an element of looking the Japanese market, and, and like you say, you know, there seems to be a distinct lack of JRPGs and stuff on there. You know, I know it was part of the Bethesda acquisition, we got Tango Gameworks and stuff, but that you know, that's that's hardly going to be enough to, to win over the Japanese market. Do you know what I mean? It's it's uh, are they doing enough, and, and do you think they're still trying to you know heavily pursue that market? I still think, yeah, I, I to answer the, the, the last question first, yeah, I think they're still pushing, I still think mm. they're trying, I think it's just difficult for them for them at the moment um i can't remember the exact person or the job role but i believe it was not too long ago there was a tweet by somebody who was hired specifically for xbox game publishing in japan uh who tweeted about 
I think they were hiring for more people uh, to work for Xbox in Japan to work with. Um, I can't remember the terminology that they used. If anyone chat can remember the tweet, please get it up. It was something like working with uh, on groundbreaking games in Japan or something along those lines. Um, some people thought that might be hinted towards like Kojima Productions game that they've been rumored to be uh, working on. Um, so I still think, yes, they're still focused on it. I still think they're, they're trying. Um, whether it's enough is another matter entirely. I'd say maybe at this moment in time, probably not. Um, and if we'll see anything in June, interest. What what do you think, Flap? Do you think we're going to see Final Fantasy VII Remake, Persona Five? Do you think we're going to see these games coming to to, to Xbox in, in yeah, June? Yeah, uh, I, I I don't. If I'm honest, I don't think we are. Um, but but it also kind of feeds into that. You know, if we don't see those, are they going to do something? Or, or, or have they managed to bag some sort of game that, that, that they can sort of flag up as a victory um, when it comes to sort of appeasing the Japanese markets? But also, obviously, you know, the Western markets that like all of the Japanese games as well. Yeah, I think Persona would be a big get, and I think they'd capitalize on that. But I, yeah. I can't see it happening, if I'm honest. But and again, if it's if it's Persona 5, I imagine it would be Persona 5 Royal for yeah. It's, it's a bit late, isn't it? People who well, want to play and, that game probably and, already on the PlayStation. And... Exactly. And and it's the same with the Yakuza's, I guess, all the way up to Like a Dragon, I suppose, in some regards. But funny you should say about the Kojima Productions, because obviously, again, in our Discord, and again, link in the description below, please join the Discord because these conversations carry on. So don't be shy, come and join. But you mentioned that obviously Kojima Productions are potentially working on Death Strand, a sequel to Death Stranding. I was going to say yeah. Death Stranding 2, unlikely to be called that, I guess. Um, <laughs> But so does that, if that's true, and it came from the voice actor, I, I can't remember his name, and it came from the voice actor. Norman Reedus. That's it. He, he kind of leaked it out. Does that then mean that the rumors of a Kojima um, game coming to Xbox are kind of quashed at this point, do you think? Because I think that Maybe. You know, if that was real, if the Kojima Xbox collaboration was real, that would be the thing to show at the Xbox uh, game, uh, you know, uh, showcase. Yeah. Absolutely. I think if that's real, and I guess it's probably fair by saying that the the rumors only come from Jeff Grubb, and it's meant to be a cloud-focused game, and the last he spoke about it, as far as I'm aware, he said it was still sort of in the legal discussions. So there's a couple of things there. Is if it's real and they've managed to get the deal signed, then yeah, I think announcing that in, in the June showcase would be, would be massive. But and we've had this discussion in the past flap. The game's probably still four or five years away, probably, mm. if that's the case, if it's still at that stage. But, and but we've Xbox, had this discussion around yeah, Xbox announcing things too soon. I was going to say, they're not shy of actually, you know, waving the flag when they're still five years out, are they? So True. But at the same time, <laughs> they've been criticized for that quite heavily, yeah. um, haven't they? So, um, and Death Stranding 2, if it is in production, um, I mean, if this Xbox deal isn't done, then they're going to be working on something else. And there's no reason why they couldn't work on multiple projects at the same time. I'm not too sure the size of the size of the no. team there um, at, at the moment. And yeah, Ash Reviews uh, Games has just said that, Rita said, we're just starting it or something like that. So um, that would, if they've literally just started it, then that might indicate that yeah. they've been working on something else since, 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 since Death Stranding. So um but what that is, we obviously we, we we don't know. I would hopefully we'll find out in June because I think I'll be honest. I'm really not a fan of Kojima's games uh, at all. I'm not a big fan of Metal Gear. I thought Death Stranding looked like the most boring game ever. But I couldn't deny the 
uh, how big a deal that would be if they got exclusive content for, for, from him. Like, regardless of how I feel about his games, I think that would be a massive, massive deal. It's quite strange, right? Because when when uh, PlayStation announced their first party titles line uh, lineup for the new Project Spartacus project, um, now known as PlayStation Plus, <laughs> with three different tiers, yeah. um, I was quite surprised. That, you know, when I saw Returnal, I thought, "Oh, brilliant! Returnal! I, I will be able to play a game that Luke highly recommends." Um, Demon Souls. I was thinking, right? I'm, I've turned into a bit of a, a, a Dark Souls geek, so I can get my <laughs> teeth into that. Loved Elden Ring, Dark Souls Three. You know, you name it. Um, and then Death Stranding was on there, and I'm thinking, "Oh, Death Stranding! I suppose I can give that a go." But I was not excited for it whatsoever. And I, I you know, having having not played the game, I feel exactly the same way as you about it, Scott. It's kind of it's a bit, yeah, okay. Well, I'll give it a go. It seems strange that they had both the uh, Death Stranding and the di- uh, Death Stranding director's cut. It's like. You just you'd just have the director's cut, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? Why would is you oh, both? is that maybe is the director's cut only on PS Five? I don't and the know. Was on uh, PS Four. As I was saying that, I'm thinking. I'm wondering if they're on different platforms. I don't know off the top yeah, of my I, head. I know Spider Man was PS Four only. You didn't get the PS Five patch for Spider Man, but you did for Miles Morales, which I thought there's some really odd decisions in that list when you start drilling yeah. into the details. Anyway, that's a different topic. <laughs> um, where are yeah. we with the chat? Scott? I, I, yeah, so in the chat, so we have comment here from actually just before going to that, obviously there's a, a, few, a few people, few people in there. So just maybe to give a couple of shout outs, we got Ash, um, Stubbs, uh, Pyro, Parksy's joined, uh, UK Dazras has just joined there as as well, uh, Smitty Smith, uh, Rip Snorter uh, is in there as well. So thank you all very much for for joining this morning. Obviously, just a nice casual chat of games on, on a Sunday. Appreciate you you all being here. Um, so into the comments, we got Stubbs. Um, he says they need more rpgs uh new stuff for the asian market as most japanese games on game pass is all to them um and all new jrpg games for the japanese market so yeah i think i agree entirely i think that's more or less what i said you know they need new stuff because the stuff that they are getting is old for for a lot of, for a lot of those people um another one from uh pyro here he says i feel the x cloud streaming is uh, is a plus drawing the audience through this tech um heavy areas leading to bring people into the ecosystem uh the series s being a next step of uh of progression um and then stub says yeah that's true um but game pass has no new japanese based games which uh kind of lean on to his first comment i think is absolutely uh fair um another comment here from parksy who says uh, like a dragon launch on xbox and i believe ms had the marketing um i think kojima game if the rumors are true could get a lot of japanese gamers interested so like a dragon was an interesting one i really really enjoyed that game the interesting thing is though it was released um on xbox series x exclusively but it was also on playstation 4 as well so it was on ps4 xbox one and xbox series x the ps5 version came a little bit later which was a little unusual so it was only the next gen version that was exclusive for a very short period of time um and then it didn't come to game pass until a couple of months later if i remember rightly i think it was like january or february or something it came into game pass and it was released kind of like november time or, or, or something like that um so it's, it was still available on, on other markets and it didn't launch in Game Pass, which is if that's what they yeah. want to do, they probably want to get that in there for launch. Um, and then one from uh, Pyro here says, I think Soul Hackers 2 might skip the scale uh, one way or the other for Atlas on the decision to put the other games. Have you heard of Soul Hackers 2, Flap? No, never. 
<laughs> so I'm actually really, really looking forward to this game, to, to be honest. It's a JRPG from Atlas. Uh, the original game, I believe, was a 3DS title. Oh, um, Soul Hackers. Um, if you look at a trailer for it, it's very Atlas. It's it's You can tell by the art style, it's it's got similarities with, with Persona. I believe that's coming out in August. And that's an yeah. Xbox game from Atlas that's launching on Xbox at the same time as... Uh, as PlayStation, so I'm definitely going to be picking that up. Uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. it looks great, um, and yeah, he, he's maybe right. Maybe they'll look at the sales of Soul Hackers. If it does well, maybe that'll encourage them to release more games. If it doesn't, then I think they're probably within their rights to to skip the console. You know, if people aren't buying these types of games on Xbox, then um, why would you put the time and effort into into releasing it? But at the same time. It is a bit of a double-edged sword because if you don't release games on Xbox for that market, then why would people buy the one and only yeah. one that, that that comes? I think they, and that's where Microsoft comes in. That's where Microsoft needs to secure this content for the platform and for Game Pass um, to start generating excitement around those types of games and building an audience for the, those types of games on, on, on their platform. So, yeah. Absolutely. For, for the chat flap. Yeah, no, fair enough. And that kind of nicely rounds up that topic. So thank you, chat, for getting involved in that one. And we'll we'll move on um, to topic three, our, our closing topic for today. Um, and this one is around the Sony Call of Duty marketing rights. There was a, 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 a idle sloth, a second time we've mentioned that name uh, in the last couple <laughs> of shows. He, he tweeted a, a, a photo um, of what looked to be a Sony exec, uh, I think it was a company strategy meeting, and standing in front of a large screen um, showing all of the current PlayStation marketing deals. Um, and they had FIFA on there, uh, GTA, Hogwarts Legacy, all of those sort of games. But it was one notable uh, notable omission, and that was Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare 2. Um, now, I know in our Discord, and again, shameless plug, link down below, um, we we did sort of think, well, this kind of doesn't look right. It kind of looks a bit fake, the, the photo itself. But lots and lots of yeah. websites and outlets have run with this story. Um, and when you think about it, it actually starts making a little bit of sense. Um, you know, with the, with the potential of the Activision and Xbox deal going through, would, would Sony actually want the marketing rights for Call of Duty potentially advertising a big game like that that will not be, you know, that will not, uh, be owned or, or potentially sat with them on some level going forwards. Um, what do you think, Scott? Do you still think this is a, a fake story or do you think there are some legs in it potentially? I, I think it's at it, the very <laughs> at least it's the image is maybe slightly misleading. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't actually know where this slide come from. I know that Stubbs just mentioned the chat there that uh, Sloth might have made a, a fake image. I don't necessarily think he's made this image maybe he's got it from somewhere else and has posted it um but i've not been able to find a source for this image when when i've looked um and it's just one slide if this is a real image who's to say there isn't a second slide that contains other games with Mm -hmm. call of duty listed listed on them so uh the question is first of all is the image real secondly what's the context of the image and is there any other images that might have gone alongside it and the reason that it stood out that was a little bit um unusual is the titles that are listed in there they've got games that have been released games that haven't been released um the list fifa is just fifa not fifa 22 fifa 23 or whatever just 
FIFA. Um, and there was other games in there that we haven't really heard anything about. Like, for example, Avatar, we've seen very, very little, little of that. Ghostwire, Deathloop, Grand Theft Auto 5, NBA, those are games that have already already been released. So the image itself is a little, a little unusual. Um, and... I think they do still have the marketing rights for Call of Duty. I've got no reason to to suspect otherwise. Um, and I think even if they were worried about Xbox One and Activision Blizzard, that's not going to stop them from from doing that because Call of Duty is bloody massive. They want that brand associated with PlayStation. And based on the comments that we've seen since the acquisition was announced, it does seem like Call of Duty is going to continue to be on PlayStation. Um, the ex the um, marketing rights may not sit with PlayStation for much longer, but I imagine they're going to want to continue to capitalize on on that. Yeah, well, like you say, there's 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 lots of story, lots of people are running with this story, and I've got to be honest, I kind of sat on the fence really. I, I really don't quite know what to make of it because, like you say, it could very easily be, like you say, either a faked image or an image certainly out of context. That's for sure. But but on the other hand, it's yeah. kind of I don't know if Sony would want to pursue a Call of Duty marketing. Like you say, I know it's probably already set in stone, and, and if 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 Call of uh, if PlayStation were to drop the um, the Call of Duty marketing rights, then there would probably be a financial penalty on on some on some side. I'm guessing the Activision side potentially they would have to pay them yeah. off to not be there. Perhaps perhaps Microsoft have opted to pay to buy them out of that, and that we may see the you know the marketing deal switch back to Xbox come this uh, showcase in June. It would be interesting to see. I mean, it's not like Microsoft don't have the money. I guess the only factor around that is that obviously you know the the Activision Blizzard deal isn't a done deal with xbox and there is still a potential yeah. that it could fall through the crack although it looks unlikely um i think it's unlikely the microsoft the activision deal will fall through um and the yeah. reason i say that is because obviously microsoft have done their due diligence and think they can get it through as well so i will i will bow to their their uh, legal team to make sure that they can yeah. get it through but it does make you wonder if you know if they are super confident this deal will go through that microsoft might actually say all right well we'll pay you off we'll, we'll buy that off of you and we'll start pushing it um as part of the xbox branding um come the june showcase perhaps i don't know it's an interesting one yeah. I'm, I'm on the fence with it yeah i guess would xbox even be able to do that though because they don't own activision blizzard they yeah. they cannot get good involved point. legally in yeah, any of the point. running so yeah. this decision would have to be between playstation and, and activision, activision. Yeah. um and i am sorry parksy's just mentioned there he says hear me out what well, if sony had a contract with activision for the marketing of card but it's coming up to the time of that uh, time of the year that sony has to pay the check and sony have a time break in in the in the contract maybe um that's again i'd still say that 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 was unlikely because i would think of it why would playstation want to get out of it there's you you want to be yeah, that's modern warfare mm. 2 that's coming this year is going yeah. to be yeah. massive yeah. i don't see why they would want to get out of that that contract especially yeah. when they know that contract is probably the last marketing contract they will get because when it's acquired the games might still be on playstation but they're not going to have the marketing rights anymore because microsoft will own them at that point yeah they're going to want to milk that marketing contract for as for as much as they can it just doesn't make sense for for them to do it so like i say i think this image is at, at worst is fake at best is just lacking context or um you know like i said we don't even know where it bloody came from uh it could it could have been call of duty it had its own slide where it was like call of yeah, duty yeah, just exactly. call of duty because of how big it is you know um so I, I would like to i've been i have looked i would like to try and find out where, where it came from so if anyone has any idea where it came from 
please let me know. Well, there um, is because I, I, w- I would like to find. There out. is there is more fuel to the fire because uh, uh, I've heard several times that the the marketing rights can cost three hundred million. That seems a lot for marketing rights on that. But mm. um, Sony have also just managed to free up three hundred million recently. If you remember, um, in one of their calls. Um, is that the same three hundred million that they have actually haven't spent on the marketing rights this year round? Are they are they going to re you know rejig that three hundred million into you know potential acquisitions and stuff? Don't know. It's just a bit of a coincidence what, what, that there's two lots of three hundred million. But where did they get three hundred million from? Sorry, um, I might I might miss that. It was uh, I think it was in a, a finance call. It was funny enough. It was on Stubbs show. Stubbs covered this as a topic. Um, oh, okay. There's an extra three hundred million floating around. Um, it just makes me wonder if it's come from the deal of, of not signing up for the, the marketing deal. But we'll find out probably soon enough, I guess. Um, it's going to be an interesting, yeah. going to be an interesting few months, to be honest. You know, there's lots of things going on. You know, there's there's never a dull moment in this kind of uh, in this hobby of ours. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, that's fair. I mean, we'll, we'll find out soon enough. Modern Warfare 2 is going to be announced in the next couple of months. And if we see a big PlayStation logo at the end or the beginning of that trailer, we know that they've they've still got it. So we won't have too, uh, too long to wait, I suspect. When do you think Modern Warfare 2 is going to show up, Flap? Oh, um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, when we're going to start seeing more about it, because that's the thing. Everyone will be looking for sort of... Um, on the platform holders who's who's going to be pushing that i suppose i don't know that's a good question i don't think it would be too far off before we start seeing seeing and hearing more about it um do you think summer games fast probably could, could keely they, have they, they, call of duty they did a big vanguard thing last time didn't they do you remember they did a big sort of 10 minute gameplay walkthrough yeah. do you remember um yeah now I like Call of Duty, and for me that was actually a low moment of the of the entire show because I thought it was a bit boring. It was a bit, yeah, okay, you know, I'd rather see a little bit more multiplayer gameplay. It's a bit more fun. It's a bit more ac- action packed. Um, so perhaps they'll be there again this year. Um, so yeah, perhaps the Summer Game Fest. You know, in the next few months, we we should be able to f- find out. Um, a little bit more about that but yeah yeah just be interesting to see when i you know let, let's assume sony still have the marketing rights when they're actually going to start pushing that if that makes sense i guess they won't do it until um, there's more details around the game but like you say it does seem a bit silly that if they were to drop the marketing rights this year because this is going to be the largest call of duty for quite a number of years so like yeah. you say the, the timing alone should pretty much dictate that they're not going to drop the marketing rights if they've already got them yeah um like you say for that alone i guess this might be the one card that actually has me even remotely interested because modern warfare 2 was the last call of duty game i probably played i loved the original modern modern warfare 2 on on the 360 so if there's one game that'll get me back it 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 might be it might be this one so yeah we'll we'll obviously find out soon summer games fest seems maybe about right Uh, i imagine what they might do is announce it themselves and then have a little bit of a segment on uh, in the Summer Games Fest. I think that's what they did last year. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll obviously just have to have our eyes peeled for whatever platform holder logo appears on it. But Stubbs is just putting the chat there that uh, he's, 
uh, that he thinks PlayStation Star Marketing Rats. And, and I think I'd agree. I don't think this image is evidence that anything's changed there, to, to be perfectly honest. And to be honest, that's a second uh, post-tweet from Idle Sloth. Not that we're calling him out as, as a tweeter or, or sort of a yeah. content sharer as being malicious. Like you say, Scott, I think he just posts what he finds. And if someone's put a, a fake image together and, and, and left it on the desk ready for him to find, shall we say, um, then he yeah. just posted what he's found, I guess. Yeah, I don't think there's anything nefarious about about that. I think, uh, you know, I don't think Idle's lost someone that... Um, claims to have insider knowledge or anything like that i think he's more of like an aggregator he just posts yeah. everything from a, a wide variety of sources what that means is that there's a wide variety of quality i guess or maybe um truthfulness mm -hmm. to to a lot of these posts uh, and everything things like that take with a pinch of salt and you know you can never be never be disappointed so yeah but i think it's i, I would just like make it clear I don't think there's any he's done anything wrong or he's doing this on purpose I think he's just seen an image or someone's sent him an image and he's retweeted it because that's kind of what that's his thing he just yeah, exactly. posts bloody yeah. everything so and to be honest yeah. even if it is bollocks even if it's not true it does open up the conversation and gets us thinking around how it how it all works in the first place and like you say yeah. it just doesn't make sense for them to actually drop it at, at this particular time with this particular call of duty it just doesn't make sense so if they do drop it then it will be an absolute like wow that was real but yeah. we'll find out in the next few yeah. months <laughs> so exactly. just want to round up and they're not going to have it for too much longer no exactly like you say this will be so. the last one absolutely as long as the deal goes through and like i say i, I will have to side with microsoft i'm sure they've done their due diligence um I think it's more likely to go through than not, but it, you know, it's not done until it's done until that signature's on the page. Yeah. So, um, yeah, where are we with the chat? Just quickly. Yeah. So, a couple of comments on this. So, Ash um, says, "I can see Sony still having the marketing deals with COD for the next game at least, and then anything after that will clearly have marketing pushed more on Xbox." Yeah, I, th I think that's fair, particularly yeah. Game Pass. You know, Call of Duty and Game Pass is going to be a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, Parksy says. Um, uh, touching on the $300 million thing, uh, he says, uh, I've heard that they've exercised the right to get out the contract. Uh, I heard on another podcast over the weekend that Sony paid $300 million per year for the marketing rights. That was, that was on Boom's show. Amount, yeah, amount of money, yeah. That was on Boom's show. Now, I, I tried finding where that number came from, and I couldn't find it anywhere. So, you know, we okay. could be... We could be joining dots that just don't exist. In all honesty, you know, and and don't yeah. you know, don't be under any illusion. People on podcasts, unless they claim to be insiders, it's all just uh, opinion and speculation. As it is on this show, we, we we clearly have no inside knowledge with these sort of things. And and I would yeah. uh, I would encourage that ninety nine percent of every other podcast and person that you hear talking on podcasts are in the same boat. There's the odd one, Jez Corden can can leak stuff. You know, there's 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 a few people out there that do have some 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 insider knowledge. But to be honest, the ones that do tend to hang on to it so yeah 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 exactly you know they don't want to say it on a podcast you know exactly. jess corden will always say when he's got proof he'll write an article because his that's his job to drive traffic to his website um and yeah you're absolutely right i think with anything yeah it's important to say when we're discussing these things a lot of it's speculation a lot of it's opinion 
we're just discussing the possibilities of these yeah, these exactly. things happening. You know, it's a, it's a it's a bit of fun. For, and to for be honest, anyone, that's but, why any yeah. topic is is open game because, like you say, you know, most yeah. of these topics we're not so suggesting this is actual fact or this is going to happen. We're just exploring some of the possibilities around some of these you know wild rumors actually being true. And you know, sometimes they are. Sometimes these wild rumors that everyone says, "No, that's never going to happen." It does. Who 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 in their right mind would have ever thought a Xbox buying Bethesda, let alone Activision? Do you know what I mean? you know so that's that's kind of where we are in this in this hobby (laughs) exactly uh good couple more comments here from ash who says cod sales are incredible regardless of the platform sony won't get out of any contract with cod they will happily welcome it as far as uh, for as long as they can yeah i think think that's fair Uh, ash also says that i could see cod being in late october this year um and then just one uh, that i've just seen from stubs there as well it says uh, i thought they extended for at least three years per time i don't think they signed them them yearly so yeah i think i think the deal is kind of like right we've got caught for the next three four five titles not just annual uh, which 300 I, I think million is for right. one year marketing sounds like a hell of a lot of money yeah well i mean <laughs> we talked about ea and fifa apparently the ea deal the reason they got out is because fifa wanted four wanted one billion for four years mm. This would make Call of Duty marketing rights more expensive than FIFA yeah, exactly. for, for FIFA brand over the over the same over the same period. So we'll we'll, we'll have to see. Um, but I think that whole marketing thing was um, one of the reasons that people were pretty confident that Call of Duty would continue to go on PlayStation for at least two or three years because um, uh, apparently, and I did see this comment. Yeah, apologies, I can't see it. Someone did post it though that um, Sony may have renewed that particular marketing agreement just before. Uh, the deal was announced, which would mean that this year's, next year's, and possibly even the year after would have Sony marketing, therefore would have to appear on PlayStation, regardless of what Xbox want, wanted to do. But we'll have to wait and see for those I things. Think I think Xbox would then buy them out of that marketing deal once the once the, the Activision deal's gone through, though, wouldn't they? I don't... Do you think the same Microsoft well, that let Bethesda release exclusive games on PlayStation... I know they had well, different agreements, yeah, but they've they been let, that, happy that was, to honour agreements. The, the ink had dried on that deal, whereas this one, I don't know. I, I think once once Activision Blizzard deal is over the line, I think I don't think Xbox will want the Call of Duty branding to be associated with PlayStation in all of their uh, you know uh, showcase events going forwards. I think although Call of Duty will still be on PlayStation, I think Microsoft will still want to align the Call of Duty branding with xbox if that makes sense just to get it in people's mindsets i don't know it's it's an interesting point yeah well i guess we'll we'll find out i guess in the next 12 months or so we'll 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 probably figure it out because the first thing is 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 call of duty going to be in game pass you know we had this discussion about ps plus versus game pass uh on thursday's show flap which little Mm. plug check that out if you if you haven't already please um and uh, we kind of theorized that the agreements that playstation has might prevent games from appearing in game pass so so will the call of duty marketing agreement prevent call of duty being on game pass for the next three years even after the agreement Um, yeah and does that make microsoft take take some action just as a late one stubs just put in you know that looks aggressive from microsoft if that happened and he's talking about if microsoft were to buy out the marketing rights i don't think i i think I don't know if gamers would think like that. They would. I don't think they think. Oh well, these marketing deals are. I think we may in this sphere that we're talking about because we know how the kind of some of these deals works and stuff. But I think for the casual gamer, 
they're not going to think, oh, this is Microsoft strong arming Sony out of the way. I don't know if it quite works like that. particularly casual yeah. gamers, because I think, you know, let's face it, the majority of COD players are probably considered casual gamers. So I don't know if they get as deeply involved into the, the back end yeah. side of things as we do. But yeah, it's. That's uh, fair. I think, uh, I think the, I think though, what, what Stubbs is saying is fair where it's about being aggressive. I think that would maybe go against the image that Microsoft is trying to portray in 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 public and like i say and like a really aggressive microsoft would have probably tried to get out of the contracts especially when you consider their lineup for this year of yeah. Deathloop and ghostwire tokyo being exclusive to playstation but they've been publicly happy to honor those those agreements so i suspect it'd be something similar here i think yeah, but no, we'll I agree. obviously just, yeah. just have, yeah. to, have to have to win. Well, it's see, going to be so. interesting to find out because, like I say, you know, we don't yeah. know, uh, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, yeah. I think, I think there may Watch be some the space. Surprises. Yeah, exactly. I think there might be some surprises coming, and we might even know something after the Xbox Game Showcase. If if Call of Duty pops up there, I will be very surprised to be honest. But yeah, um, I agree. Stranger things have happened. So uh, no, that's fantastic. We're going to wrap it up there, Scott. If you don't mind, thank you so much for being yeah, here. Thanks for looking after the chat. Chat, you've been fantastic as ever. Thank you so much for for lobbing in grenades and stuff, challenging us, pushing us, pulling us. That's what it's all about. Like I say, we are not subject matter experts. We're here just to have the open discussion, conjecture, speculation, opinion. That's what this is all about. So thank you very much for being here, everyone. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, like I say, uh, YouTube kind of screwed us over. If I'm completely honest, with Thursday's show, they pulled it off. Um, off their off their platform for better made the video private as they did with many content creators i think there was some talking about aggressive some aggressive bot that was obviously scanning videos and found something peculiar that just struck a load of videos but it's back up now so if you did miss that i do urge you to check that out please if you like the, the chat that you've had and the discussion this does carry on pretty much 24 7 join our discord server a friendly bunch if you've never tried Discord before, I think lots of people are quite new to Discord. Just give it a go. Say hi in the chat. If you don't like it, then you don't have to stay. But um, it'd be good to see you there. Um, thank you very much. We're going to wrap the show up, Scott. We're going to try and come back with a Thursday show this week. Hopefully, there's going to be some more uh, news landing. Um, if you're in the UK, enjoy this lovely weather that we're having on Sunday morning. Um, hope you uh, enjoy whatever it is you're doing today. Safe gaming, and we will see you on the next one. Goodbye. <laughs>